This is Gemara Baba Kama Daf Yod Dalid, and we pick it up from Yud Gimel Amidviz. We're on the fourth wide line. Amar Mar, as the Gemara proceeds to quote the aforementioned Brisa, and then as always, we will delve into it. So says the Gemara, Amar Mar, what did the Brisa teach us? Excuse me. The Brisa said the words. That when there is damage, chava mazik, the mazik he that damages is chayiv is obligated. Says the Gemara, what does this line come to include? This comes to include the dalid Comes to include that these four people are obligated in damages. Says the Gemara, hey what is precisely the case? Actually, the truth is, we, we said, I just realized, we said that we're supposed to go back a drop as we ran through this last Gemara. Let's just go back to the first wide line. Excuse me. We ran through this Brisa, which says, that their animals damage in their Rishos. This is the point that I just wanted to speak out. We didn't really translate these words. If it was broken open during the night, or robbers broke open the wall that was surrounding the field, the and the animal went out, then Potter, the Mishaimer, there was nothing he could have done to negate that. So now we're going to go into this rice. Amar Mar, one more time. Mazik says the Gemara Lahavi, what does this come to include? This comes to include the Dalit Shaimrim Shibhina Vashan Dami. What is the case, says the Gemara? If the case is that the Mashil, the one that lent the the lent axe does damage to the shoyel, the one that borrows axe, and then therefore what's the chiddish? The chiddish is that the mashal has to pay for the damage. Why would that be true? Asks the Gemara. Lay the mashal could just say to the shoyel, again, the mashal is the lender, the shoyel is the borrower, similar to the mazik being the damager, the nizik being he who got damaged. Says the Gemara, Lay Malay, why does he just tell him, Iliu, Azik Ba'alma, Bayis Lishalume? If the animal had damaged anyone else in the world, you, the Shail, the borrower, would have to pay because you borrow the animal. You're the one that's supposed to be watching it. At, at you, Hashad Azkilatur Didak, now that it went and damaged, and it damaged your own item. Be'ina Lishlume. So what? All of a sudden, I'm going to have to pay? How does that make any sense? Says the Gemara, you're right. Rather, the case must be that the Shoyel, the borrower's own animal, damaged this other animal that he borrowed from the Mashil, from the lender. Says the Gemara, Le Malay, Ilu Isig Me'alma by Slume, Kula Itura. Says the Gemara again, What's the Kasha? Let the Mashil, let the lender say, Ilu Isig Me'alma. 
if the animal would have damaged anywhere else in the world, you would have to pay for the whole ox, regardless of time, regardless of mood. Or now that it went and hashtag tour didach. Now that it was your animal that damaged Paul Ganizik and Mishalsli, you're only gonna pay Khati Nezek? So says the Gemara, no, of course you should have to pay the same way. So what is the difference? What is the difference? Why? What is the Khidish in the case of Shoyal and Mashil? So says the Gemara, Layla, you know what the case is, two lines from the bottom. Ta'aske Tura de Mashil Tura de Shoyal. Really, again, the Mashil. I borrowed Ruvain's animal. I, Ruvain's animal's in my possession. Ruvain's animal goes and damages my personal animal. And what is the case talking about? Shekibal Allah Shmiras Gufoi. Says the Gemara, we're talking about a unique case. We're talking about a case in which the Shoyel, the borrower, never accepted upon himself regular damages like a normal Shoyel. Rather, what did he do? He only accepted upon himself to watch the animal that it shouldn't be damaged. But he never accepted upon himself that if it goes and damages elsewhere, he is going to pay. Says the Gemara, if that is true, what's at the end of the Brisa say that we just read again? If the wall broke down or robbers busted open the wall, what's the obvious implication? The implication is that it was only because it was different Sabalaila at night, or that robbers took down the wall. Habayoim, the implication is Chayif. Sounds like, but if it was during the day, what was during the day that the animal went out and damaged? What would Allah be? He would be Chayif, but why would he be Chayif? We just said that he never accepted upon himself the obligation of the damages that the animal does. Answers the Gemara, and with this we conclude part A of today's Shi'ar, Achi Kama, this is what's going on. Im Kibalalav, Shmiras Nizakov, Chayev, if the Shoyal, I borrowed Ruvain's axe, if I accepted that I will pay for Shmiras Nizakov, I will pay if Shimon Ruvain's animal goes out and damages, then Chayev. But, says the Sefer, then, but if not, then it will be, then it would be, Potter says the Gemara. So that's part A, dealing with what is precisely the case of the Brisa. Continues the Gemara, really going back to the end of yesterday's Shear which was the end of the previous b'risa, which was, what is the case of the, sh- the chatzar shal shutfim? What is the case that Rav Lazar learned that, and particularly, let's remind ourselves, we're only talking about Shein Viregel, that if the animal goes and damages in the mannerism of Shein Viregel, it eats something or it steps on something, 
Then we said only ubir b'stei acher, only if it damages in stei acher, someone else's field. And the question is, what is called stei acher? So almost in the middle of a sentence, the Gemara jumps right back in, and the Gemara asks, Amy, is that which we said true, that according to Rav Lazar, there's going to be a p'tur, that from the word of stei acher, we're going to say that if the animal goes and damages Shane Veregel in someone else's field, he's going to be potter. Vatani Ravi Yosef, Ravi Yosef taught us six lines down. Yudal Ramad Alif, Chaser Ashotvin VeHapundik Chayiv. If you have a Chaser of partners or a Pundik in him, there is his Chayiv Behen Alashein Valeregel. Says the Gemara, Tiyof to Rav Lazar, Sekash and Rav Lazar. Rav Lazar says that you're Potter if there's an animal that does damage of Shein Veregel in. So in a jointly owned area. Why? Because only said Rav Lazar, if it's stay acher, only if someone else is Rishos, are you obligated. But if it's going to be a Sadesh al Shutfim, said Rav Lazar, then you're going to be Potter. Answers the Gemara, Amr Lachar Rav Lazar Tizbra, Masnita Milay Pligi. What's your Kasha? You're quoting me, a Bryce of Rav Yosef. But says Rav Lazar, what do you mean? There are other Bryceis that disagree with this Bryce of Rav Yosef. So you're going to have to give an answer, says Rav Lazar. What's the Bryce? The Atanya, we learned in our Bryce. Arba Klalisaya. There are four. Klalais, four rules. We started off the Mesechta two weeks ago with Araba Avais. Now we learn there are four Klalais, four general rules. That said with regard to damages. Number one, if I have a property that's the Rishos of only the Nizik, the one that got damaged. And not the mazik, not he that damaged. Then chayivakol. That's pretty obvious. My animal goes into your backyard and damages your stuff. I'm obligated. The mazik nizik. On the flip side, if your animal comes into my backyard and my animal in my own backyard damages you, then of course, bother me, call. What's your animal doing in my backyard? And this is of course the detail that we need. If the area is owned by both. Kegoin! Chotzer hashotfim vehabbeka. Potter bala shein vala regel. Alanagicha, vala nagifa, vala shicha, vala ravitza. The four. Toldois of Karen. Goring, pushing, biting, squatting. Valbita kicking. Then, Tamishalm chati nezek. Umuin mishalem nezek shalim. And finally, the fourth area. End of Brisa. Again, we had a kasha on Rav Lazar. Rav Lazar is defending his opinion by proving that whichever way you're going to twist it, we're going to have a stira in Brisa's. And therefore, you're going to have to answer up somehow, says Rabbi Lazar. 
So explains the Gemara Ketani Mihas on the last narrow line of Yedalad Amad Aleph. What do we see in this Braisa? The third case taught us Chatzar Hashot Vim Vehabika. So we have a steer in Braisais. On one hand, the first Braisa that Yerav Yesu just taught us was Chatzar Hashot Vim Vehapundik. Was chayiv, and in this price, so what is it? Chazar shutfim ve'abika. It's potter. Now, anyone who's thinking is wondering. Wait, once that chazar shutfim ve'abondik, once that chazar shutfim ve'abika, a pondik and a bika are not precisely the same, and that's of course going to be part of the answer. Answers the Gemara on the first Y line. Kitanya he. When is the second brisa that says his potter taught b'chatzim yuchades lozeh ulezeh that they both have rights to this chatzim as it said chatzim ashutfim bein bebeiros bein l'shvarim. They both could use this this field this chatzim both to eat that which is inside of it and to let their animal roam there. And because they both have full rights in the Chatzar, therefore, it is Potter. Ha'hi de Rav Yosef, the price of Rav Yosef said, their Chayiv is what? Bechatzar miuchades leperois. They both have rights to peyrois. They both are able to eat the stuff of the Chatzar. Ve'enoi miuchades leshvarim. But they do not have rights to bring their shvarim there. And therefore, therefore, with regard to Shane, it's considered the chatzar of the nizik. Why? Because the mazik has no right to bring his animal there. So when the mazik goes in and destroys via chain veregel, he is chayiv. And the Gemara says, as we just spoke out, Dekanami, it's precise. Dekatani achadumi debika shma mina. One says dumya depondik, which is the case that we're talking about right now, is a chatzer. They both actually have real rights to it, full rights to it. And therefore, it makes a lot of sense. It's like a pundik, it's an in. You have full rights to be here. The second price, it says vahabika. Excuse me. The first price, uh, the one that said vahabondik means they both have full rights. The one that said that it's. No, one more time. The one that said bika. Their Pontarchs had full rights to be there. Their animals also had the right to be there. The one that said Pondik, they had a right to be there. But do you have a right to bring your shar into the room in the inn? No. And that's the reason why you're going to end up being Chayiv. Mask of Rav asks Rav five lines into the wide lines. Kivin do Chazla Peirois, Habiina on a beer of a say, Acharvelek. Ask Rav I don't understand. You just told me that the reason why there's a chiyav in one case is because you're not allowed to bring your shar there. And there's a b'tur in the other case because you're allowed to bring your shar there. But ask the Rav Zeira, what was the whole pretense of Rav Lazar that we're discussing that went back to yesterday's daf? Was Shane and Tyra, the Pasuk says, who be here b'stei acher? That there's only an obligation of Shane v'regel if it is stay acher, veleka. And over here, if you have rights to have the pay rights, it's not stay acher. I don't care that you weren't supposed to bring your shar into the pundik. But with regard to the damage of Shane Veregel, it's only if it's stay acher and it's not. Amr le Abaya, Abaya answers, stay acher, Since you're not allowed to bring your animal, it's as if it is 
Stay Acher. Now, what exactly is this Machlaikis? It doesn't sound like anyone's talking to each other. Rav Zeir is yelling, Stay Acher. Abai is yelling, You can't bring your Shar there. Yeah, it's a good question. Says the Gemara, but now, Now that you answer that there's a stira in Brysis, and you said that in the Brysis, that we can explain. A simple chilek. And we explain one is that you have full rights when you only have rights for Paris and not for Shvarim. I'll tell you that Rav Laz and Rav Chissa as well don't actually argue. Amr in. It is true. And if there is a point of contention, you know what that point of contention would be? Within the Kasha of Rav Zeira, the answer of Abayah, what precisely is that Nikuda? That would be where Rav Lazar and Rav Chista would differ. Continues the Gemara delving a bit deeper into the Arba Klalis, about 12 lines from the bottom of Yudal Raman Aleph. Kuf Arba Klalis, Ayur Rav Shemena Lazar, Ayur Mabin The four Klalis, Koshu Shoslanizik, Vlalamazik, Chayiv Bikal, said the Braisa that if it's Shos of the Nizik and not the Mazik, if my animal goes into your backyard, I'm fully obligated. Asks the Gemara, Al Hakol Loikatani. The Braisa did not say that you're obligated for everything. El Chayiv Bikal. It said you're Chayiv in. All. What does it mean in all? You have to pay fully. Bekule nezek. You have to pay full damages. Mani. Who is this Tano? Rev Tarfini Damar Meshurin Meshune Karen. Bechatzra Nizik. Nezek Shalim Mishalim. Rev Tarfin had a Chiddish. Rev Tarfin said, even though Karen usually plays a Tam, the first time an animal gores, pays Chatzin Nezek. Half damages. But says Rav Tarfin, if it's done the first time in the Rishos of the Nizik, right away you pay Nizik Shalim. Asks the Gemara, you must say, for what is the end of the price to say, Lo Zevazah? Says the Gemara, what's this case? My What does it mean that neither have Rishos? Neither have Rishos at all. Ella what? Tacher. That what? It's, it's a field belonging neither to the Mazik or the Nizik, but rather to a third party. Then how could that be? The only time there's an obligation for shame or regal of my animal eats your produce, tramples on your produce, is only if what? If it's in the Steyacher. And over here, it's not in Steyacher. It's not in your field. It's in a different person's field. So there's no Steyacher. El Abshita, what's the case? The case is that it doesn't belong to both the Mazik and the Nizik. El Dechad. Belongs to one of them. And yet, Vikotani say for what it say, Tamshel Chazinazim, Mumshal Nazik Shalim, which is clearly not like Rav Tarfin, Asyon the Rabbanon, Damri, Mishun Karen, Chazar Nazik, Chazinazik, Udimishalim, Reisha Rav Tarfin, Visefa Rabbanon. We never like to have a Braisa. First part of the Braisa we're explaining is like Rav Tarfin, and therefore, even though it's a time, it's the first time it's damaging. Lamaisa, it's only paying Chazi Nezik because it's in the Rishos of the It's playing Nezik Shalom, excuse me, because in the Rishos of the Nezik. Then the Sefer is going with the Rabban, and then right away you're paying, you're only paying Chazi Nezik. Answers the Gemara in. No, that's what we have to explain. That it's Rishos, Rav Tarif, and the Sefer Rabban. Why? Dermalay Rav Shmuel, Rav Yehuda. 
Shmuel said to Rav Yudah, Shinna Sarpuan, Shivaik, Masnitan, Vitab, Abbasroi. That Shmuel told Rav Yehuda, leave the Mishnah and come with me. Reish Rav Tarfim, Viseifa, Ra, Banan. Another Tarets. That's the first Tarets. So the first Tarets is indeed, we have an interesting split in the Braisa. The second Tarets, Ravina, Mishmei, Rav Amar, comes on Ravina, three lines to the bottom, and he says, Amar, Kula, Rav Tarfini. What did the end of the Brisa mean? That it's belonging neither to this or to that? It's a similar split like we said a few moments ago. With regard to Peirois, one has ownership. But they both are allowed to bring their ox there. And therefore what? Excuse me. With regarding to Shane, it's to call the Chatzar of the Nizik. Why? Because he had Rishos for the Peirois. Like Abe Karen, Abe Rishos Arabim. According to Karen, it's called Rishos Arabim. And in that case, even Rav Tarfin is masking that you pay Chatzin Nezik. The only time Rav Tarfin said, you pay Nezik Shalom right away, if it's fully the Rishos of the Nizik. But here it's not fully the Rishos of the Nizik, therefore Rav Tarfin will be masking, you pay Chatzin Nezik. Ask the Gemari Yachi comes out that there's now four different Rishuyais. Klalois rules only three. Amar Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, as we turn over to Yudalit Amid Beis, you're right. Shloisha Kalalois, but Ba'araba Mekayimais. It's true. Comes out there's really only three rules, but it's three rules manifesting itself in four different places. Uh, the exact, uh, yeah, in four different places. That's why we use the number Arba. We continue with a new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, some cryptic wordage. I just heard that the reason for the first three Mishnahis have such cryptic wordage is because it's quoting these are written in Yerushalmi. These are more Talmud Yerushalmi Mishnahis. Shom Kasef, Shava Kasef. We have the valuation of Kasef. We have that which is worth Kasef. Bifnei Bezin, that which is before Bezin. Valpi Eidim, that which is done via Eidim. Bnei Chayrin, so on. Who is free? B'nei bris, a yid, hanashim, woman. All of these entities are bechlal. Excuse me, hanashim bechlal hanezik. Women are included in damages. Vahanizik, vahamazik, bitashlumim. So, quite cryptic wordage of the Mishnah, but let's go right away. The Gemara will take it piece by piece. Says the Gemara, my shum hakasef. What are these first words in the Mishnah? The valuation of kasef. That this valuation, the valuation of damages, the valuation, as Rashi says, this evaluation should only be done through money. Says the Gemara, I'll bring you a proof. That says, that damages talis a article of clothing, or betalish azika para, a article of clothing, a garment damages a cow, ain oimrim teitze para betalish betalish bepara. Don't say just take the item. My cow stamples on your, stamples, tramples, stamps on your article of clothing. We don't say, okay, so just keep the cow. No, elishamina, so we evaluate the damages, bedamim, and you have to pay cash. That's what the Mishnah means. Din number one, shom kasef. Now, din number two is what? Shave Kasef. 
Says the Gemara, Ditanu Rabbanan. What does it mean they have to pay with something that is worth money? Ditanu Rabbanan. Shava Kasev Ten lines down. First word in line is Melamed. Melamed is teaches Shayna based in Izakin. Elo Nilechasim. Sheyesh lahem achrayis. This teaches us that Bezdin only gets involved in the chasim with achrayis like karka. Avalim kadam nizik v'tafas v'metaltalin. Let's say the nizik came and without coming to Bezdin, he grabbed metaltalin. Ruvain it damages Shimon. Shimon goes on his own and grabs Ruvain's brand new watch. Bezdin goyve loy mehen. Bezdin will collect from it. And we're going to explain exactly what that means. So when the Mishnah says, Shavet Kasef, means only Shavet Kasef. Only something that has a chrayis, only karkas. Rashi right over here points out, Rashi points out that, Melamit she'in bezin is kakin li parimina mazik, elam kin yish like karka. Anu Shavet Kasef asis like one varish my mashma. And, and so that says the Gemara, that if he went and he grabbed a movable item, Bezdin takes it away. Says the Gemara, Omar Mar. And this is really going to conclude today's shear. Let's deal with what exactly this last thing that we just said was. Omar Mar, Shava Kasef, Wa Melamichin Bezdin Izakin, Elon Elchasim, Sheyesh Lehem Achrayis. Says the Gemara, my mashma. Where do you see that the word Shave Kesef means something that has a chrayis? It's referring to Karka. Amar Rabar Ula, Tavar Hashave, Kol Kesef. The way that we read it into the words, it means something that's worth all the money. My new, what is that? Tavar She'in Lo something that you can't overcharge from, which is Karka. Ask the Gemara one second. There are other entities that there's no dinayna. Dinayna means that you're not allowed to overcharge more than a six for an item. Says the Gemara, Servants and documents also have no dinayna. Explains the Gemara, You're right. You know what it means? Shavei Kasef. Dover referring to Karka. Ask the Gemara again about the Mushar's Nami Niknebe Kasef. Elam Ravashi, Tem number three, Shavei Kasef, Eloi. Kasef means something worth money, but not money itself. Vahani, Kule, Kasef, Ninu, and the, all these other items, Shtarois, Avadim, Metaltalin, are all Kasef, and therefore that is not that which is utilized, but rather it is Shave Kasef, rather it is Karka. One more question asked the Gemara, Rami Lei, Rav Yehuda Bar Chininam, Le Rav Huna Rav Yeshua. Tana, we learned in the Mishnah, Shavet Kasef, and that's worth money. Milamid and this taught us. Shein bezin izakin elin achasim sheisam achrayis. Asks the Gemara, Vehatanya. What do we do with the Brisa? And I'm sure everyone was wondering this. Kasha Brisa says, Yashiv l'Rabbi Shavet Kasef va'afilu subin that you even could pay from subin, could pay from garbage items. But clearly, it's not just karka. Explains the Gemara, We're dealing our Mishnahs with a case of Yisoyimim, and Yisoyimim only pays from Karka. Ibi Yasmi asked the Gemara, Ima Seifa, what is the end of the, end of the Mishnah? Ibi Yasmi, Ima Seifa, excuse me, in the case of, I, I said it wrong, in the case of the, 
No, we said it right. Says the Gemara, Iyachi, Iyachi, one more time. Iyachi, where do we go? If he grabbed it, Bezdin takes it away. Says the Gemara, one second. Why would Bezdin take it away? And that's going to be the reason why Bezdin Gaivim Mehem. Again, let me just say this clearly. I think we said this wrong. That Bezdin Gaivim Mehem means Bezdin allows him to keep it. Meaning normally we're saying right now that the Tfisa, the collection, is only from Karka. But if you went and took matters into his own hands, then Bezdin Gaivim Mehem. Bezin allows him to keep it. The kasha of the Gemara was, but if it's from Yisayim, that's not true. Answers the Gemara, it is true. If you did a Mechayim, if while the father was alive, this guy went and was tafas and grabbed that watch, then even after he dies, Bezin will allow him to keep it. We'll pick it up from the two dots, Mirza Shem in the next, Shir.